I'm Raina. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them and we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Welcome to season four, episode one. Live from Hollywood! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, well, what do we do first? Well, we crack a fucking seltzer. Seltzer water, baby! <laughs> Things are different now, people. Things are different. We're just changing it up. Things have changed. We've switched over to seltzers yep. instead of claws. Well... I don't know if that'll be a permanent thing, but it had to be for today because I had to drive 30 minutes to get here. <laughs> now that we're in Los Angeles in yeah. Hollywood, well, Raina's in Hollywood. I'm in Northeast Los Angeles and I live more than one minute away now. Yeah. Which so. means I'm a sober Sally. Sober Sally for Megan and I'm doing it in... Solidarity? Yeah, that's yeah, the word I'm looking go. for. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> So here we are, season four. Can you believe it? No, oh my God. I mean, last time we were, I was going to say last time we saw you guys, but that's silly because we never see you. You <laughs> just listen to us talk. That's true. Uh, we don't even really know who you are. So last time <laughs> you heard us talking, mm-hmm. we were still in Portland, Oregon, a couple weeks away from doing something a little bit nuts i think in some people's eyes like picking up and moving south to los angeles in our late 30s and early 40s yes yeah and um like that like that here we are i know and it's not with your fingers we've been here yeah (laughs) so it's like so hard to even think back to really our like last episode like the stuff that i was worried about the stuff you were worried about Granted, it has been three months. Like, we've been down here for three months now. But yeah, all of the things that I know I was um, nervousing about and anxious about, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like any of it matters now, which is a really good um, example of just not letting your problems today be too big, maybe. Because they really won't matter in three months when you have sunshine. I think when I was, when we uh, recorded the last um, episode, I wasn't feeling really nervous at all. I was pretty like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I have no anxiety um, or worry about this decision and what we're doing. And here I am, you know, three three and a half months into it. And yeah, it's been... It's been pretty fucking great, you guys. I just have to say. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, of course, I miss my family and things are different, but I'm one of those people that can go with change and like kind of crave for change Mm -hmm. um, to feel alive. So this has definitely been like a transformative transitioning type of period for me. There's been a lot um, of learning that I've done about myself. And um, because, again, I I left a job after six years I haven't worked for what the first two months or so, two and a half months. Yeah. Um, that we got here. And that was hard. Yeah, that's true. Well, so today we're gonna fill you in on all of the things that we've experienced and learned moving to, yeah. to a new city. Yeah. Including what Reno was just you know, alluding to, like the adjustment period. Yeah. Cause you didn't um you didn't have to work for a couple months. You were able to like 
land, kind of take your time, figure things out. Yeah. Um, I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis. So I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. That sounds so nice and relaxing, but then I think maybe for just a couple weeks, I think I'm, my brain would start to go a little haywire. Yeah. Work. I mean, I've learned, it's funny because like when I was working, I always felt like I wanted to be free uh-huh. and like have all this freedom. Right. And I just felt chained and stuck and blah. But then when, I, without that, job or that routine or that structure. I, you know, I lost it, you know, not only moving somewhere brand new, but just like not having any routine or structure. Like, um, I'm not really good with idle time like that. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm like, what what do I do? I guess I'll fucking drink. I don't know what to do today. You know what I mean? And it's sunny outside and let's fucking day drink. And so there was a lot of that, you know, or trying to figure out you know, my new routine and my new structure, you know, yeah. in this new place. Because there's so much fucking going on here. It's overwhelming it's sometimes. overwhelming. Yeah, like the first couple weeks I was like really excited to be out experiencing the city, seeing mm-hmm. things. Um, and then I got 
COVID <laughs> and that kind of like took me. I was experiencing too many things. And then, and then I don't know, something happened. There was a little bit of a dip of feeling just like overwhelmed by the city. If it wasn't for Santi, I think I would have spent like the entire month of May just in my apartment and walking back and forth between there and the grocery store. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just went through yeah. a little dip of like yeah. overwhelmed. Feeling. Yeah. It was, I mean, this place is huge and yeah. there's so much to do. So many people like there's just so much to experience that yeah mm-hmm. you can definitely just uh yeah I'm just gonna hide out I'm here good. today I'm good. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's been a transition for sure um, but once you know I started actually it's funny because I started like making a to do list because I was like what am I I need to do something I need yeah. to do something I realized that you know I do need that structure and I need routine to feel like grounded you know so I started making a to do list of like okay one hour first whatever I'm going to do piano lessons meaning give myself piano lessons, (laughs) watch a YouTube video and learn piano. And then I'm going to do a voice lesson, meaning give give myself voice lessons and then work out and then meditate. And then, so I did that for like two or three days and I was like, well, this is boring. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. And I'm not really good at following through with things unless I like fucking have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, a I have a, yeah. yeah, I have a hard time holding myself like accountable, like fully. Like I'm gonna stick to this every day when I have like freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so rigid. There's like, shit. There's like certain things I will, I'll always make sure I do in a day. But yeah, that's like that sounds like a really yeah rigid schedule. Well, yeah. Well, you know, there's always like yes, I'm definitely gonna work out. Like yeah. that's always like right when I wake up in the morning on top of my list. But then once I do that, I'm like. Well, I now guess what? I'll just go back to the couch and yeah. binge. So I, I did accomplish a lot of goals of binge watching almost every <laughs> show that I've been wanting to watch and ones that I've newly discovered. <laughs> so, but yeah. But you had to work right when you got here, though, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I took the first week off to move and then was, like, right into work, which was, it's nice, obviously. It's like, I need money. So it's nice to be able to have moved everything from Oregon to here. Yeah. Um, but it was also, I don't know. It's been, I think I've figured out a groove now cause it's been three months, mm-hmm. but it is interesting to have this like tie back to the place that I just moved away from. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all of my therapy clients are in Oregon because that's the state that I'm licensed in. And all of my consulting work is also in Oregon. And it's like a really deep, still connection to mm-hmm. this place that I don't live in anymore, which yeah. is, again, great. I'm super, I'm not complaining about it. I'm really grateful for it. But mm-hmm. I, I do feel like it keeps like a piece of me, like, I don't know, linked there. Yeah. Well, you must feel that way a little bit. Well, because I, fam- I have family. Because I have family, but you don't have any family there. No. You know, just, blood relatives yeah, or anything. So right. it's like. So yeah, I would feel a little like floaty, like yeah. I'm just like, I don't know where do I live, or yeah. it's also just funny because um, just little things like I pay attention to the weather there because the weather really impacts my clients' moods, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, is the sun come out yet? Has oh. it stopped raining yet? Like, is, <laughs> when are people going to start to be happy again? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, I think that's okay. Portland would have followed me in a way, no matter what because it's like yeah. in my heart it's in my memories that's totally like corny but it is that thing of like wherever you go there you are yeah like there's so much 
good that's come from being here. I think for me, like mental, I feel mentally and physically healthier. Um, but there's still, th- there's still like emotional tags back to that city that totally. are like hard to break. Yeah. So, but yeah, having, but I think it would be less so if I wasn't like, you know, spending four days a week talking to people all day who are still there. Yeah. Again, not complaining. It's just like a little bit of a, I don't know, a hook. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's nice, you know, to yeah. have a, a connection still. Yeah. Right. Not I just, so. I mean, I love my clients. So I'm happy I but leave them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I wouldn't know. I mean, my family's there, so I, I can, I see it every day on their stories and you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it did fucking rain there for the last three months and it just started becoming sunny. So we definitely got out <laughs> yeah, at the right, right time. time. Sorry, um, family, but <laughs> that's how it is. Um, and that's one of the one of the reasons why we wanted to move is because we need some sunshine in our lives in all yeah. forms. <laughs> so um, but yeah, I mean the whole like moving experience, getting down here, I mean, that was you know, that was a little bit of a challenge. Um, yeah. What did you, what, um, what like tips would you give to people making a cross country move based on what you learned from that process? Well, it's funny cause like we found this, our spot through like face, like FaceTiming the spot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and then you did too though, right? We, yeah, I'm trying to, we found the place that we're living, we found it on Zillow, and then the lady who rented it to us sent us video. Oh, sent you video. Okay. Yeah. So kind of the same. But there were, there was a place that we looked at where, like, a friend of mine who was, who has lived here forever mm-hmm. went and, like, did the tour for us and FaceTimed, but mm-hmm. we didn't get that place. I think the guy actually thought we were insane because we wanted it so bad oh. we called so many times. <laughs> Like, David, hi, it's Megan and Santi again. And he just kept saying, there's an open house. We were like, we don't live down there, though. Yeah. Um, That's which, what was so hard. Yeah, I know. Like, I have had a couple people since I've been here DM to ask on behalf of friends, like, what's the trick to finding an apartment in mm-hmm. Los Angeles? And like, mm-hmm. I truly don't know. Just keep look and email and be prepared to spend $3,000 a month or more if yeah. you need two bedrooms. Yeah. And they just, landlords do not like to rent to out of state people is what I've been told. Cause there's so many people that come here to like try to make it. Everybody and does. Then, and then leave. But I'm still, but that confused me. Cause I was like, but you're still signing a lease. So right. Who gives a shit? And like the majority yeah. of the people that are here are not from originally from here. Yeah. So, so anyway, it eh. was hard to find a place. First it is all. hard. I think I was, I, um, what did I go on Zillow too? But then I, yeah. I found like the actual, um, agents, like the agencies uh-huh. that lease out for the, for the property, oh, like the property management smart. companies yeah. that have agents. And that's so once I got contacted by an agent, um, and I couldn't, whatever, I didn't like whatever he showed me. And so I, I texted him later. I was like, do you have any other properties? You know, and he's, and then that's how we that's had like found this. One. Yeah. Because yeah. then I just kept texting him back and forth. And luckily he was just very responsive and he was like, actually there's this new one that's hasn't even come out yet, you know? Yeah. And then he FaceTime. he was actually really great. Um, fuck, what's his name? I don't remember. I think it was Joey. 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 I think his name was Joey. <laughs> hey, Joey. Yeah, he looked like a Joey. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and then luckily, kind of same same thing. I had my friend come and just check out the neighborhood and make sure. So, yeah, so I'm in Hollywood and 
a pretty quiet neighborhood, I, I think, <laughs> compared yeah. to where we lived by the bridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty crazy down here, but and, like some crazy ass shit has definitely happened. But for the most part, we're, we're stoked to, to be here. Um, the whole moving situation. So that was like how we found the, the place, yeah. right? And then getting here, we did the whole pod thing, which is our first. Yeah, those moving pods. Yeah. What's it called? Pods? I think it's, it's just, just pods. pods. Yeah. Okay. Just pods. Those ones that they like put it outside your house and you pack it up yourself. And yeah. then they pick it up and take it. And then they away. take it away. Yeah. It felt so weird. Yeah. Just watch it drive away. Like I know. Your whole fucking house. I know. Because we did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was strange looking out the window and just being like, goodbye, everything I own. Like the only things I really brought in the car were like a uh, like the clothes I put in my suitcase mm-hmm. and like my cat's skull. Cause I have my cat's skull, which is a hard <laughs> sentence to say um, from after she passed away. Yeah. And I didn't want to put that in the pot and then some plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was like goodbye, everything that we own. Hope yeah. it shows up what it did for us, but it did not for you. Not on time. <laughs> it was lost in the shuffle, which was very, um, nerve wracking to be <laughs> in that situation when once, right. Cause yeah. we drove here knowing that it wasn't going to be here until, yeah, you know, the second or third day that we arrived. So yeah. we slept on an air mattress, you know, which is fine. But the first night we got here, I was like, Oh, we need to clean all of our blankets and shit, you know, because we drove down here and Leo was on the blankets and we're like, we need to clean them all. But so I threw everything in the wash and then once and we left to Target to get some stuff and then we came back and the whole fucking living room was flooded because our washing machine is in the kitchen. It's so weird. But uh, anyway, you have one. Another <laughs> thing for anybody who might be wondering about finding oh. a place to live in Los Angeles. If you find a place and the washing machine is in the kitchen, we recommend you take it because motherfuckers don't put washer dryers or refrigerators oh, yeah. in a lot of I know the, sometimes the, you have to rent your fridge right <laughs> yeah like appliances do not necessarily come with uh your apartment here in the city of angels anyway yeah so you have a kitchen washing machine well it's a washer dryer yeah. in one unit which is kind of interesting Ooh. I've never used it before but yeah but anyway it was fucked up and it flooded our whole fucking <laughs> Our whole, like, l- kitchen and living room, and then we learned it was on a slant because, you know, all the water went all the way down. Anyway, yeah, that was hellish because all of our shit got soaked the first night, and we're like, what are we going to sleep in? Like, we have no blankets. Everything's soaked. And then, um, luckily, my friend brought us some some comforters to sleep in, which is good. But, yeah, and then we, I was like, it's okay, our pod's coming. It's going to be fine. Our bed will be here soon enough. And then, nope, our fucking, I'm like, where's the pod? Yeah, it was like multiple days late and lost. Where's the right? pod that says it was going to show up between <laughs> nine and ten or nine and eleven? I'm like, it's not here. And then I what called. Happened? Well, I called them and they were like, "Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I think we have. We're in a little bit of a conundrum. We don't know where your pod is. I think it might be, still be on the truck." And I'm like, "How could it still be on the truck? Like we we packed our pod." Still stayed two or three nights after we packed our pod yeah. and it took off and then drove all the way down for a week. And then I'm like, how could it still be on its way here? Like it only takes 18 hours to drive here, truly, you know? Yeah. So they're like, they didn't know where it was. I was freaking out. Like that's everything in there. And then 
They're oh, it's going to come tomorrow. It's going to come tomorrow. Didn't fucking come. We don't know where it is. Oh, it's in a different storage facility. I was like, but it is here. So it's like the whole thing was just a total, like their communication was horrible. But, and, and just so you know, if you do get one of these pods, they don't have a GPS on it. So they don't know where it is. That's what really. Until they clock it in the storage. That's what scared me the most. Just to think that like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We didn't have that bad of an experience, but I don't know if I would use it again just because of the idea that there's like this period of time where all your stuff just goes into the void and hopefully it it's shows up again. It's in the void. <laughs> like, in the the void. Yeah. I didn't know that one. I thought they no, were like, of course, no, but truck it was on and then GPS it the whole fucking yeah, way. Like down. have an AirPod on it or something. Yes. Yeah. But no, they don't, they don't know. So so yeah, and so it did finally get here on the hottest fucking day of April. It was like 99 degrees outside and we had to unload it, but I was thankful. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so that was that was our experience. Okay. So gnarly. Yeah. Well, what's it been like now that you guys are settled in here? I mean, it feels good. Like we've yeah. already had, like my sisters came down and they stayed with us. So we've already had some visitors and, yeah. um, you know, got our own little back patio set up and just getting the feel for the neighborhood. Um, This is your first time away from home, really. I mean, I know in your 20s, you and Sergio lived in San Francisco for what, like eight months or something? (laughs) No, just four months. (laughs) Okay, so like in another month, this will be the longest, like this is about to be the longest that you've ever lived out of state away from my family, your family. Yeah. And I'm just curious what, like, how is that feeling? I don't know. Yeah. It's still so new because mm-hmm. I, I already, I saw my sister. Right. And they're coming and we're going to see And they're coming again, again yeah. next week. Yeah. And like I saw, I was able to drive up because my other sister lives um, just up north of five hours. So mm-hmm. I was able to drive up for her birthday. So I do feel still close yeah. to my family because, you know, like social media and like we're talk and DM and then plus they've been here and they're coming. So I don't know. I think it would be different once I go home and then come back. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. To truly know, because then you don't realize how much, or you know, the kids are growing so fucking fast too. Like yeah. I don't know when I see them next week and they're grown. I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. So yeah, we're recording this on a, on Sunday. This is coming out this Tuesday, July twelfth. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> because. Our original one that we fucking recorded. Oh my god! Yeah, like just a oh little behind the scenes. We you all know we've had issues with recording before, so <laughs> we tried. <laughs> we follow we, our Instagram. We actually started recording this season a month ago or more. Yeah, now and then um, went to edit this episode yesterday, and it was like it didn't exist. Yeah. Um, only fifteen minutes of it yes. had actually been recorded. I was like, "What?" And that's me with my procrastination. Y'all, we've talked about this before. Like we, Megan and I, we do this all on our own. We record yeah. on our own. We edit it ourselves. So, so yeah. So that's this is the real deal. It's all <laughs> so good. I went to go fucking edit it yesterday because I waited to the last minute, and I'm like, "Oh shit, where where is it?" Well, you know, I actually feel like even my like feelings about moving and like feeling adjusted and feel feeling like I even have like a tiny bit of insight into what it's like to relocate to uh-huh. a place is already evolved so much from a month ago yes. when we recorded that Same. first one that I actually think it's kind of it's kind of interesting that we like have to do it again because I'm like yeah. oh like even 
from a month ago to now, I feel more comfortable and more rooted here. For sure. You know, and like, that's the thing about a big move or probably even just like a big change in life. Like you just, what do we always say? Like you have to give it time. Yeah. It's so easy to have moments of just like sheer frustration, Mm -hmm. like your new apartment flooding, your shit not getting here. Yeah. Like feeling like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't have a job yet. Like where you just want to like break down and cry or you have like little moments of like, what the fuck am I like, what did I just do? Yeah. I'm 41 years old. What am I doing? Yeah. What did, why, why the fuck am I here? I was comfortable where I was like, yeah, I knew what was going on around me. Like, why am I here? What, Mm -hmm. what did I just do? It's so easy to have those moments. Um, but then the longer that you're, you just, I just, you got to give it like six months to a year always when you make a big, when you like commit to a big new change in life, I Mm -hmm. think. And because even a month ago I was feeling still, I mean, happy to be here. Yeah. I don't have regrets about moving, but for only four weeks from the last time we tried to record this episode, I feel more like a Californian. Oh, good. You know? Yeah. And my driver's license. Yes. Um, ooh, I drove on the freeway to get here. Uh, okay. Woo! Everyone, I uh, don't know where it came from, but I, since being here, I've developed like a huge fear of driving on the freeway. I don't know why I lived in Phoenix, Arizona for like eight years and it's a huge city where mm-hmm. you have to drive on the freeway. So mm-hmm. I did it all the time. Did the freeways look like it was, yeah, like people LA drive freeways? fast and they're okay. big. It's just like big, like Western United States freeways. But mm-hmm. then I think 14 years in Portland where you just yeah. like put, put around like and like two lanes. You really like, <laughs> when would you ever, you know, really get on the highway except to go out to like Beaverton or like take 84 to go out to the gorge? Totally. But you just don't And they're really all do just it. like two or three lanes. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. It's not. So I have yeah. developed a huge fear of it. But today, I did it with no tears and only one panic. Oh my gosh! I was really proud of myself. Is because when we recorded this episode originally, that was one of your goals. I know. I said my goal was going to be to (laughs) to drive over here without crying or panicking and getting on the freeway. Well, I will still say my goal is still to take the one ten. Oh my god! Not to turn this into like typical California talk (laughs) about like what freeway you take but there is this one for people who don't live here called the 110 110 <laughs> um no but this this freeway it's so teeny tiny there's no shoulder to the road to the to it you have to enter from a dead stop like yeah. there's no on ramp and there's crazy. no merge lane i fucking hate it I did not take that one. I took the 134 to the 101. <laughs> Got off on Cahuenga or however you say it. I love it. But anyway, so my goal is still to get myself to the point that I can drive on the 110 without crying or having a panic attack. We're not yeah. there yet, We're but there. I did not surface street today. Yes. And I might not even, I might take the freeway home too. We'll oh see if gosh. it gets dark, but yeah. <laughs> I love it because, I mean, it is gnarly out here. But I love that type of driving. So yeah. I mean, I will say, <laughs> like, like I drive here. <laughs> I drove the speed limit the whole time. I got really excited to be behind a semi truck and then a minivan. I was like, yes, 
my people. (laughs) And I'd be behind you like, move on! I know, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I stay in the right lane. And that's why I was like, if if there's a semi-truck, nobody can get mad at me. They're mad at the truck. So then I'm just like, boop, 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 yay. Hands very strictly at 10 and 2, going exactly 65 miles per hour. I heard it was more like 9 and 3 now. I know, I got that question wrong on the driver's test. What? The nine and three, like if your hands should be at 10 and it was like, if your hands, if you're doing, test? yeah, if you're oh. doing like hand over hand steering, should your hands be at 10 or 10 and two, nine and three, or then I think it said 12 and six. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. I still do 10 and two. <laughs> I'm a very cautious driver and I'm not very fun to drive with. <laughs> so, luckily, I mean, Santi is like, will drive me everywhere, but I need him to stop letting me get away with being afraid of it yeah yeah you just gotta you just gotta jump right in you I'm know i'm not alone in this though this um gal that i've like made friends with down here funnily enough she's also from portland um was telling me that she hasn't driven in seven years so <laughs> but then i was like i don't want that to be me because i want to be able to like drive out like if i want to go to the beach one day yeah and nobody's home to drive me. <laughs> I want to be able, <laughs> My driver isn't there. I want to, you know, I want that. I want to be able to have that freedom. Totally. And it's just weird. It's not like me to have a big fear mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and then and refuse to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that while I was driving, I was like, "You've done a lot of really frightening things in your life. You've been yeah. through a lot, and you're, like, really, you're going to turn into a person that's afraid to drive on the." freeway because cars go fast like that's not yeah. you what's up like what is this about yeah so well good for you yeah conquering anyway. your fears facing your fears Finally. yay that one. well good now yeah. we can take the fucking freeway hallelujah yeah. um <laughs> i'm not afraid to be a passenger <laughs> no, I know. I know. but it is nice and it I, it cut off quite a bit of time on the way to get here yes it does a lot of time um so that was yeah that was that's funny because that was your goal. And my mm-hmm. goal is still like to find a band or sing somewhere or, you know, I did win my first karaoke contest here. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. <laughs> my very first karaoke contest. Um, it was like she Prince won theme. money, kind of. Yeah. A bar tab. Yeah. $50 <laughs> bar tab. Thank you. Offbeat bar. <laughs> yeah. But that was fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm still like searching for bands or whatever. Um I don't know. There's just some creativity, you know, going around in my brain, some things that pop up here and there. So we'll see what comes from it. I'm not super anxious about it. Yeah. I know something's coming. I just feel like something's coming. So I'm just going to be open to whatever that is. I have no idea, but I just, you know, when you just have that feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, um, so I did have a, so I did find a job here, which lasted about a week. (laughs) And I found out real quickly that I don't want to be lasering people, laser hair removal. Raina was going to maybe make the switch into aesthetic medicine. Yeah. From working in a, in a outpatient heart clinic for years and years and years. So huge change. Huge change. But I was like, I'm going to LA. I should be like an aesthetic nurse and do like Botox and laser hair removal, things like that. And how many armpits did you stare at before you were like, I can't? 
do I this think it all only day. Took maybe two or three buttholes before I was <laughs> two, <laughs> two to three buttholes and and like five or six armpits. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, now I'm done. <laughs> I'm when I was like, wait, how do I politely or professionally say spread your cheeks? <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? So I could laser your your butt hairs. Um, <laughs> oh no! I was like, okay, I, this isn't meant for me. I don't want to do this. So like, no shame. I just quit. The job, you know, yeah. like I was in it for a week and I told them that it just wasn't the right fit. I was definitely very appreciative of their time. But, you know, I don't believe in like staying anywhere unless you really have to, um, you know, I mean, it wasn't like a horrible job, you no, know, but, but it, it didn't just, feel right for me. Yeah. So I didn't want to waste my time. And luckily I was able to find another job. So that's a beauty of being a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody wants yeah. you can find another job pretty quickly. And so now I, I I'm loving where I'm at. It's a contract job. So I have, it's only 13 weeks. Yeah. And that gives me like the freedom to whatever happens after that 13 weeks. Like I'm not like, I'm excited about that. You know, like you make a pretty yeah. good amount of money within that time period. And I can either travel afterwards, take some time off, go into another contract. I think it's perfect for you, but I was proud of you for trying something new. And then I was <laughs> yeah. proud of you for being like, well, I didn't think it was going to, I just didn't think it was going to be challenging enough. Yeah. For you. It wasn't stimulating. Enough. Um, but I was proud of you for trying and then proud of you for being like, oh yeah, no, uh, uh-uh, yeah. Pass. Well, but that actually reminded me of something that I wanted to ask you about that kind of ties into like just the aesthetic piece. Like uh-huh. obviously this is we're in Los Angeles. It's a really um image conscious place. Image forward. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um I thought that was gonna bother me more mm-hmm. than it does. So far I feel still pretty good about myself. Mm-hmm. I have my days, like we all do, yeah. but like but I'm just curious, like, for the week that you were uh, working there, do you feel like, I don't know, like, concerns about the way, like, you look or how you felt about yourself? Was it impacted by, like, working on all of these people that were there for mm. procedures? Or, how, like, has the, have the, like, I don't know, has the superficial side of Los Angeles gotten to you at all? Um. No, I mean, I feel more inspired. Yeah. And more motivated to take better care of myself. Yeah. So I don't see it as a negative. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't feel intimidated by beautiful people, you know? I just, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, look at you go. And then I'm like, fuck, I want, (laughs) I want to do that. You know what I mean? So that's, I use it for motivation. To start getting there and start my workout, you know yep, what I mean? Totally. Um, so, no, if anything, I feel a little bit more conscious um, about the way I feel and look. Um, and I always have, though. I yeah. always have. To, so there really isn't any big changes Same, there. I think both of us always, like, cared a lot about taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And also just, like, trying to, I don't know, look our best. Yeah, but I will say, like, once I got into my 40s, it's been hard. Like, I don't like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I'll just binge out for a few weeks and then snap right back, you know? Oh, right. Like, it's been difficult. <laughs> but I'm like, every, you know, I'm trying not to let that, you know, um, discourage me. But I'm trying all these new things, you know, um, all these new programs or whatever that I see. And I'm currently doing a plant-based diet right now. Not diet. I won't say diet. Plant-based eating. Mm-hmm. Um which 
I really enjoy doing and I yeah. like it because it's not super strict. You know, I'm not vegan um, because I still I don't like restrict myself from right. eating meat or if I want to have a fucking chicken wing, I'm going to have a chicken wing, you know, but or blue cheese. But for the most part, I'm plant based right now, which mm-hmm. I really enjoy and I love making food and making food out of plants. I don't know. Yeah, totally. It's just, yeah. it's interesting, like in a town that values like youth yeah, and beauty in a really like narrow definition of that. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I have felt like I fit in just fine. Yeah. Like I really haven't seen or experienced that to a very big degree at all. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe we haven't, I mean, we don't really we go, to the don't places. go to the spots. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just don't feel interested in it. There's, yeah. um, this one spot that we go to that with the pool party, we're like, you know, desert five, yeah, desert five, where <laughs> everyone is like a bit younger, but I still, I don't, maybe yeah. I'm just like blind to You're not being old, but I just still feel like I fit in there. I rode, yeah. <laughs> I rode that bowl. This bar has a mechanical bowl. I rode that bowl better than you anybody. <laughs> so <laughs> you did. You got up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know, as it comes with just feeling a little bit more comfortable in your own body and your like, own skin, like you don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, you'll show up. You'll rock whatever you, you belong. We all belong anywhere. Yeah, you, go, you know what I mean. So it's yeah. just the matter of your own perception. Um, that's why I'll continue to show up in places. And I mean, I understand. Yes, I do not look my eight, like 41 years sure. old, but, yeah. um, but that doesn't mean I don't feel it sometimes, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> so. knees are my lower back I know. Little... Me too. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so it is interesting and I'm sure we'll have continue to have stories about yeah. our, maybe <laughs> About our bodies falling apart yeah. as we like try to hold them to, together. When we go to Tao or something like yeah. that, you know. <laughs> I just think even then we'll probably just be like the beautiful older women. Like I also feel yeah. like accepting of the yes. fact that like I don't think I look old. I know I don't look twenty, which yeah. is okay. But it's like, oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't want to look twenty again. No, honestly. I, don't like, I, like I look so much better life. now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so. like so life is so much better. Yes. Now. So, and then I, I, you know, I also give it up to like the people that are like I always look up to a, a J Lo or Jennifer totally. Aniston or fucking you know. Um, so there's so many beautiful women you know that are older than me or of my age that I'm just like fuck yeah you know like it's it's okay like me and Kim K are the same age you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like we're still rocking it you know so there is no shame in any of our game just saying like so so we're doing pretty well here yeah I think so I think so too I think so I mean this is gonna this is our first episode just checking in with all y'all um I'm sure there's more. There's definitely more to come um, as the story reveals itself to us. Yeah. We will reveal it to you as It'll well. It'll be really interesting to see by the end of the season, like, where are we at? How are we feeling? But Yeah, because you know, we're going to do a recap. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, though, <laughs> I think it was a good move. And if you are someone who is wanting to make a big change in your life, whether that's like a cross country move or something else mm-hmm. big and there's anything holding you back I think just do it I mean yeah. I honestly in 2019 I came down here to visit my friend um and 
I remember I posted on my Instagram, like if I was 10 years younger, I would move to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And that was 20. And then like three years later, I did it anyway, even though I was three years older Uh then. And I think I just had this idea of like, "Ah, it's just too hard to start over. Yeah. What would I really do down there? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, I'm glad I didn't do it then because I wouldn't have like Santi here with me, and like you guys wouldn't be. Yeah, it's, was this was the right timing, timing is for everything, it? Right, but yeah. it's just if there's something you've been thinking about doing for three years, mm-hmm. fucking do it. Yeah, do I it. mean, I say feed that idea. Yeah, if that idea comes into your head, like feed it, it and grow. see what comes from it. Um, and just like I felt like like the saying, you know, like the universe, you know, like what is it? It's like um, makes you so uncomfortable. So you would move, uh-huh. you know, to make you move or yeah. something along those lines. You know, the universe, God makes you so uncomfortable that you have to move <laughs> kind of thing, whether it's move your body, move your mind, move anything yeah. like you start feeling that discomfort um, where you're at. And so pay attention to that. You know, if you're feeling like a, a calling of some sort, like feed that idea. And what does that look like? And it's it's yeah, it's scary. It's all the things, but it also makes you feel alive, you know, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to. To feel alive and thrive and grow and learn and all the things. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, uh, and and let's just speak on that. Yeah. This episode's coming out on Tuesday. So today's oh, yeah. Tuesday. You're hearing this Tuesday morning or whatever. Whenever it's coming, you. Whenever you hear it, it's coming <laughs> out on Tuesday, July 12th. Yeah. Which is a very significant date for Megan and I. Yeah. It's uh, the day that our friend... Uh, Joe passed away, um, took his life. I think people that have listened to the pod have heard, heard us talk about him a yeah. lot, um, have heard uh, an entire episode on it. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's season one, episode 10. So go back and um, give a listen if you want to know the whole story <laughs> behind yeah. Yeah. behind it. But it is kind of nuts. Like it is. It's two days now before like as we're recording mm-hmm. before the two year anniversary of his death, which is just oh, wild to me. Because yeah. he was the reason that sparked this whole podcast. Yeah. Idea. I mean that yeah, yeah, totally. It was just, you know, both of us want feeling like we wanted to talk about what happened and realizing mm-hmm. there were lots of things that people need and want to talk about that yeah. they've gone through and that have happened to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, I also just can't believe it's been two years. I know I can and I can't like, yeah. I remember right after he died, like when we passed like a month thinking, Holy shit, this is the longest we've ever gone without talking. Like I can't imagine mm-hmm. That this is just forever. Yeah. Um, and it still hits me sometimes. I'm like, wait, that's weird. It's been, yeah. it, the second year is strange, but that's a, a topic for another day. Maybe like yeah, deeper dive into that. But just to say the day this comes out is a big deal day for the two of us. And I can't believe that we're in season four. I know. It's so crazy. And this is going to be such yeah. a great season, y'all. Like We, we have, have so much coming up. We do. Yeah. Some good guests, some good topics. Um, yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. New stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're doing the same kind of format that we did last season where there'll be episodes, just me and Raina episodes with guests. Um, we have two, uh, folks who were on during season two, actually coming back 
to yes. update on their stories um, that I'm really excited for you guys to get to hear. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a bunch of other fun topics um, and hard topics. Not yeah. so, maybe not so fun, but good to talk about topics. You know up. how we do. We yeah. like a mixture of, <laughs> of the of it all. Yeah. <laughs> We're here for it all. Um, and then we are going to actually. So um, we've used to do it with every episode coming out um, every Tuesday, but mm-hmm. now we're switching it to every other Tuesday because, yeah. It just <laughs> will make it more sustainable for us. It will allow us to keep being able to put this together and produce it for you all. Yes. Um, huge thank you to everybody that's been with us since the beginning, oh as well gosh. as folks that are just finding totally. us now. Yes. Thanks for being patient for this season to start yeah. as we were moving. Yeah. Um, I hope you understand now why. Yeah. <laughs> like a we lot took of a little bit happening. of a hiatus yeah. to like, you know, change our whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're back and we're excited we to be here. Yes. Anything else? Like what I don't else know. Is, I, I mean, think, I think we're, I think we have so much coming that yeah. I don't want to like spill too much tea. So um, just... I don't know. I'm just really thankful to still be here, to make it here safely. We're both here safely. Yes. And um, to continue on with this pod because we said we were going to do it and it's so important to us and um, it literally feeds our souls and we hope it feeds yours as well and helps anybody out. Um, You can contact us. We're on the Instagram at underscore don't talk about it pod or you can find us uh tiktok at shh, don't talk about it pod or you can email us at info at don't talk.com thanks for not asking me to do the instagram <laughs> you know i'll never remember it. I know, I know. but anyway yeah um we want to hear your stories yeah we uh have a guest coming on this season who reached out to us on instagram to share her story and we were so honored yeah. and happy uh, to get to talk to her and we would love more of you to reach out if there's something on your chest, um, something in your heart, something about you that you've been wanting to have a forum to mm-hmm. um, talk about and share your story. We are here. We are so here for it. That. Yeah. Yes. So thanks once again, y'all sticking around season four. It's going to be great from fucking LA, man. Like we're here. <laughs> We're here. All right. We love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye.